When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a new year. Do I look older to you? I feel like I've aged a lot. And you can decide if you're interested in a new you. You go, girl. Get with yours. Or, or don't go, girl. Or at least pause, girl. Happy New Year! I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, counting down our top five must-see picks from TV and movies this first week of 2024. Here's what to watch January 1st through January 7th. A lot of people dream of owning a house with a swimming pool, but what happens when that dream becomes a chlorinated nightmare? We find out in our number five pick, the new horror film, Night Swim. Parents, played by Wyatt Russell and Carrie Condon, move into what seems like the perfect home. The one teensy problem is that the house's pool is haunted, as the family's teenage daughter discovers when she and a high school friend play Marco Polo during a nighttime dip. Here's a bit of the trailer. Marco! I can hear you. Why aren't you saying anything? Ronan, you're dead. Marco. Oh, well, Night Swim is written and directed by first-time filmmaker Bryce McGuire and produced by Jason Blum and James Wan, the folks previously responsible for bringing us last January's Megan. You can expect a similar amount of scares, if less cyborg sarcasm, when Night Swim freestyles onto cinema screens this Friday. Please welcome to the stage our number four pick, the Golden Globe Awards. Hollywood's biggest party is back now on a new network, CBS, but still honoring the past year of television and movies. Comedian Joe Coy will oversee the festivities where nominees include Barbie, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Poor Things, and Taylor Swift's heiress to her film on the movie side, while TV is led by Succession, The Bear, Only Murders in the Building, The Last of Us, and The Crown. Tune in to see your favorite stars, including Emma Stone, Leonardo DiCaprio, Emily Blunt, Jeremy Allen White, Selena Gomez, Pedro Pascal, and more. The action gets underway Sunday at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on CBS. And be sure to check out all of our coverage at EW.com. Trivia. 
It's trivia time. With nine nominations in this year's Golden Globes, Barbie ties Cabaret for the second most nominations received by a single film. Now, they sit behind a whopping 11 nominations for Robert Altman's Nashville. However, neither Cabaret nor Nashville hold the record for the most Golden Globe wins by a single film. Which movie holds that record? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, All the King's Men, or La La Land? Stick around for the answer. Number three. Michelle Yeoh leads a family of gangsters in our next pick, The Brother's Son, Netflix's action dramedy from creators Byron Wu and Brad Falchuk. When the matriarch's husband, the head of a powerful Taiwanese triad, is shot by an assassin, her eldest son Charles travels from Taipei to Los Angeles, where she's been residing with her youngest son Bruce, to ensure their safety. However, Bruce is completely oblivious to his family's ties to the criminal underworld, having been shielded from the truth by his mother. Here's a bit of the trailer. Our family is head of the Jade Dragons. So we're like criminals. You could have told me that. <laughs> we were trying to keep you safe. Yeah, nice f***ing work. Indeed. Well, soon a new faction emerges to go head to head for dominance against the influential sons, prompting Charles, Eileen, and a reluctant and frightened Bruce to band together to eradicate the threat. The family is under attack. Some new gang wants to take our place. It's time for my brother to step up. I don't want to be a gangster. What if I just want to do what I want? We have a word for them, Taiwan. American. Ouch. Well, it is up to the sons to get to the bottom of the new threat as well as heal the wounds caused by their separation. Between the action-packed sequences and bloody bras is a series about what it means to be a family and what it means to carve out one's own path. The Brother's Son debuts Thursday on Netflix. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our top two picks are coming up. What's Watch? We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Whether it's a theatrical release or a mid-season series debut, January releases have a bad reputation. But it's not all bad because, whoa, this week in entertainment history, we got the series debut of Blossom. The show's pilot aired the summer prior and wound up finding a spot as a mid-season replacement on January 3rd, 1991. Its 114-episode run included often mimicked catchphrases, breakout performances, and memorable guest appearances like this one from David Schwimmer. Um, six, Sonny. Um, I'm not sure of any other way to say this, so I'm just gonna level with you here. I think you're the wrong guy for my friend. Why? Well, first of all, you're way too old. Love knows no age. Uh, bounds. 
Love knows no bounds. Better. Blossom, my heart has already been captured like the way the, the caged bird flies. Sings. If a caged bird flew, it would hit its stupid head against the bars. You have the mouth of a poet, Blossom. <laughs> the heart. I have the heart of a poet. It's getting a little old, Blossom. <laughs> Blossom was Mayim Bialik's breakout role and provided that brief moment when Joey Lawrence was an inescapable heartthrob, constantly uttering his monosyllabic catchphrase, Whoa! The series is available to stream on Hulu. Number two. Do you believe in life after loss? That's the question at the center of our number two pick, the Netflix movie Good Grief. Schitt's Creek star and Emmy winner Dan Levy writes and makes his feature directorial debut with the movie, which centers on his character, Mark, a children's book illustrator whose life is forever changed when his husband, Oliver, played by Luke Evans, unexpectedly dies. In the aftermath of that tragedy, Mark makes shocking discoveries about Oliver's life that sends him into a tailspin. Here's a preview. I've been reading that the brain is like a muscle. That's why getting over a death is so hard, because your brain has been trained to feel things for a person. When they go away, your head is still operating under the impression that it should feel those things for that person, like muscle memory. I think we'll hold off on the wheel for today. Do I look older to you? I feel like I've aged a lot. No. Yes! Your husband just died. You're allowed. My God. Couldn't really love you anymore. You've become my ceiling. I wanted to thank you both for this year. I would like to take us to Paris for the weekend. We all deserve some joy. Yes, thank you. Where are we staying? miss him. It's complicated. Yeah. Love is that way. <laughs> oh, uh, this one is quite complicated. That place in Paris was Oliver's secret apartment where he was having an affair with a younger guy. Ruth Nega and Himesh Patel star as Mark's friends Sophie and Thomas, who help him put the pieces of his life back together. Good Grief is streaming Friday on Netflix. You ask, does one top the gaggery of RuPaul's Drag Race season 15 winner Sasha Colby? Well, 14 new queens are going to do their best on season 16 of the show. This week's number one pick, competing for the show's regular season crown, a $200,000 prize, and the title of America's next drag superstar across the two-part premiere, is an eclectic mix of drag styles from around the country, including season 13 star and All-Stars 8 finalist Candy Muses drag daughter, season 14 Miss Congeniality winner Cornbread's drag sister from the House of Jeté, and a fashion-forward queen responsible for making several jaw-dropping looks worn by UK versus the world's Mo 
Heart and Season 15's Lux Noir London. And then there's Mirage from Las Vegas, who is friends with last season's runner-duck, or runner-up, Anitra. EW's drag race expert Joey Nolfi spoke with Mirage about her drag sister. What is your relationship like with her, though? Um, and what kind of advice did she give you before going to drag race? Well, OK, she also really scared me. I'm not going to lie. She, I mean, I know she had a Signe experience, but she was like, well, you know, be careful with this and that. And like, I don't know, I'm trying not to give away like any like oh, we, BTS uh-huh. deets or whatever. Just to like take it day by day, each day as it comes and just be in the moment and give everything you can in that mm-hmm. moment. Just run with it, basically. Yeah. Whatever they like, tell you, just run with it. You feel like you lived up to that? I do not. <laughs> well, you tried. You tried. I did. I did. <laughs> um, did she help you with any costumes or anything? Oh, yeah. Like, most of them. I mean, I sewed everything for the most part. She helped me finish a gown. She, like, stoned a bunch of stuff for me. I had a little Aww. sweatshop in my house, like, the two nights before I left in a row. They just, me and my sisters. I love They helped me. Queen supporting queens. Gotta love that. Well, the show's two-part premiere will also introduce a new twist as two groups participate in maxi challenges divided into themes, MTV's Spring Break and the Queen Choice Awards. Following the talent show performances, the queens will be tasked to rate a queen and rank each other's performances. This will determine the top's and the bottoms of the challenges. That aside, you can hear more of Joey's interviews with Mirage and the other 13 queens of season 16 on EW's Quick Drag podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, be sure to check out EW.com for interviews with the eliminated queen each week. RuPaul's Drag Race season 16 sachets on MTV this Friday at 8 o'clock, followed by new episodes of Untucked. And finally this week, the answer to our trivia question. Which film holds the record for the most Golden Globe wins in a single year? Is it One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, All the King's Men, or La La Land? Well, All the King's Men won five Golden Globes and is tied with nine other films that have also achieved the feat, the most recent of which was 1982's Gandhi. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is tied for the second most wins ever. It, along with Midnight Express, won six awards. So that leaves La La Land alone at the top with seven Golden Globe wins in a single night. And that is it for our show this week. We will have news and more must-see picks for you on Monday, January 8th. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Clark Collis, Joey Nolfi, Jessica Wang, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.